Merry Christmas, and welcome to the 10th day of Christmas. Today, we're going to begin with a quote by Irenaeus, and it says this, Christ causes humanity to cleave to and to become one with God. For unless a human being had overcome the enemy of humanity, the enemy would not have been legitimately vanquished. And again, unless it had been God incarnate who had freely given salvation, we could never have possessed it securely. And unless humanity had been joined to God, we could never have been partakers of incorruptibility. For it was incumbent upon the mediator between God and humanity, his relationship to both, to bring both to friendship and concord, and present humanity to God while he revealed God to humanity. This quote captures the beauty of what Jesus accomplished in his incarnate life. What does it mean that when he came to earth as a baby, it means that God took on flesh and dwelled among us. And all the stories of his life prove and show what he accomplished. But how do we know these stories? How do we know that these events took place? We know because we find them from the eyewitness accounts in the scriptures. Without the scriptures, we know nothing of the work of Jesus. Today, we are going to look back at one of the people who played a pivotal role in getting the scriptures into our hands. His name is John Wycliffe. His day is traditionally celebrated on December 31st in memory of his death in 1384. His life, although centuries before the Reformation, many of his early beliefs laid the groundwork for what the Reformers would do centuries later. Without his work, his efforts, there likely would not have been a Reformation. He taught on the rejection of the indulgences, justification by faith, challenges to the power of the Pope, and on predestination. Of all these things, he's most known for his high view of the authority of Scripture and the role it plays in the life of everyday people. He frequently argued for the Scriptures as the ultimate authority in the lives of Jesus' disciples. While the church at that time and whatever they said and taught had authority, he countered that and said, no, it's the Scriptures that should have authority. And if it's going to be an authority in people's lives, they need to have access to it. And so he is credited as leading the team who translated the Bible into English for the first time. The legacy of John Wycliffe is that scripture is translated into a language that people could understand. Today, an organization with his name, is in process of translating the Bible into almost 1,600 different languages across the world. We now have access to something that people in Wycliffe's day did not have. We have the Bible in our language that we can read, that we can listen to, 
that we can understand. But I wonder, does our ease of access make us numb to how magnificent the Bible is? One source says there are now over 900 translations of the Bible into English alone. I mean, this can be overwhelming. We now have dozens of translations on our phones and software that can train us in biblical language and does tremendous amount of studying that would usually take days of time in a library to accomplish. What we have at our fingertips is remarkable. But the scriptures don't do anything to you if you don't get them in you. Paul tells Timothy, that the scriptures, all of them, are profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and training in righteousness. But they have no power in your life if they are simply a book on a shelf or an unused app on your phone. They must be engaged. And we don't go to the Bible solely because we have to. Now, if you're developing a new habit or a new rhythm, It may feel like you have to do this sometimes, but that's just a phase. If we continue to work through that, we start to see the tremendous ways that God uses his word to transform our lives. We no longer have to get into the word. We start to see that we get to. As the new year begins, what role is the scripture going to play in your life? Do you already have a regular rhythm for reading the Bible? If so, are there ways that you need to adjust so you can maximize hearing the voice of God? Maybe you're brand new to Bible reading and you don't know where to start. Wherever you are, I encourage you to link up with another disciple and join together to read the Bible. We have great resources like the Bible read-through that can help you get into God's Word. There's also a year-long Bible reading plan developed by Robert Murray Machane that has you read the whole Bible and the Psalms twice and the New Testament twice in a year for reading only 15 minutes a day. Whatever you choose, I pray that you open your heart by the power of the Spirit to the person and presence of Jesus in His Word like never before.